When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We're at the AC Marriott Hotel uh, on Wednesday through Friday. Apparently they were there. We did not see them. But that matters not. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything oh, we entertainment. Made it. We oh, made thank it. God. Colleen Oof. Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We're both here and we're both excited to bring you the three things we think you need to hear to be in the know today. We call it the three at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're gonna be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Jimmy Fallon, among other things, live in Minneapolis last night, channeled none other than Bob Dylan by updating the times they are a-changing in his post-Super Bowl show. Should we have a little listen to uh, a pretty spot-on impersonation slash performance by Jimmy Fallon? Than those who condone. If a tweet to you is worth saving, then lift up your voices and put down your phones for the times they are changing. Come, women, men who hashtag me too, and believe me when I say that we believe you. Man who calls truth fake news. Time's up, our silence we're breaking. And even though now Gibson was in Daddy's home too, other times they are a changing. That was just a little taste of Jimmy Fallon doing Bob Dylan and. I had not realized when I first listened to that I wasn't paying attention to the lyrics mm-hmm. that he had updated the lyrics. Of course, he did, and you hear that uh, if you actually do listen to the lyrics that um, he updated them for the times rather well. Yeah, and not only that, I should point out he was playing the guitar and the harmonica. Oh yeah, he was like full on Bob Dylaning, and one of the reasons why he did that was because um, he was at the Orpheum Theater doing his show and little i did not realize this i cannot believe i did not realize this bob dylan at one time had owned that theater indeed and uh, apparently uh for jimmy fallon that was the one place he wanted to perform uh when he came to minneapolis it was so cool so he was able to do that and uh, again i mean you know People criticize Jimmy Fallon for a lot, but that was that was pretty stunning. It was really stunning. All right. Uh, and also, you know, do you know 
Did he have um, Bob Dylan's blessing for that, or did he just kind of go rogue? On I don't it? know, but I will tell you that I'd read he uh, has tried on two separate occasions to get Bob Dylan on the show and has been unable to do that. Now Bob Dylan has appeared on previous incarnation the mm-hmm. of the Tonight Show. Yeah. I mean, he's pretty reclusive. All right, moving on. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Okay, let, can I just say, if any of us sounded half as good as Pink, not even, a quarter as good as Pink did last night singing the national anthem. Well, by the way, folks, she was suffering from the flu. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, check this out. This woman, she's something special. You made the uh, Minneapolis turn purple. Whoops, wrong one. Wrong Here, let's try this one. Yeah, she had the flu, oh. which is why uh, she, you know, a lot of people were giving her crap for taking out her lozenge. We'd just like to point out she needed that uh, lozenge I mean, because she had the flu. We all had heard uh, that she had the flu earlier in the weekend. Apparently, she's had it all week. But, uh, you know, bang on job, um, knocking out uh, the national anthem. I will say, can I just say, I do, like, this is a hot, this is this is going to cause some feels. I, I mean, I, I love America. I love Thank our you. national anthem. Uh-huh. But I feel like. It's n- it's not the best song for singers. It's a hard song. It's just not yeah. a very flattering, beautiful. I mean, see now I'm, that's going to sound horrible. It's a beautiful song because America and you know we're you know whatever. I see what you're saying, but it is not a beautiful song to sing in the way, for example, um, 
like America the Beautiful, uh-huh. which they sang before. Yep. That to me just sounds better. Mm-hmm. I, I think that any He's, singer, I've heard so many professional singers say the hardest song they've ever had to sing is the national anthem. Because I think it is really hard to sing it. It's There's such a broad range to it. It's hard to sing and always sound good. And um, But I will say, for having the flu, also, by the way, two days prior, that girl had been flying around the armory uh, performing with the flu as well. So she's spectacular. I mean, Pink can do no wrong. I would like to say, though, nobody does it better than Whitney Houston. Well, I mean. So. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Moving on. And here it is behind door number one. So, I don't know if you know this, but um, some things happened last night. There's some stuff going on in town. It was a busy, busy weekend. A little sports ball game. JT, of course, did the halftime show at Super Bowl 52. And then he talked about it. With Jimmy Fallon, uh, with Jimmy, Fa- did I say it? Did I do that backwards? Nope. He talked about it with Jimmy Justin Fallon. Justin Timberlake talked yep. about it with Jimmy Fallon last night after uh, his performance at the halftime uh, show of the Super Bowl. Uh, he went live uh, with Jimmy Fallon and talked about the Prince tribute. Um, let's let's listen to why Jimmy decided to do that tribute. Justin, Justin, you know what I mean. Yeah. One of those J's. Yeah. You made the uh, Minneapolis turn purple and uh, the Prince symbol on it. It was. uh, He's. uh, It's a moment for me, if I'm being quite honest, because he's always been the pinnacle of musicianship for me. We got the actual real vocal stems from I Would Die That's For like You. That's like the nerdy stuff. From, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got the actual vocal stems from I Would Die For You, the actual recording, and then we got uncut footage from his performance of it in Purple Rain, and somehow, some way, by the grace of probably Prince looking down on us, <laughs> it synced up. Like, it was like this like crazy serendipitous moment, and I just was like, this is like... It was beautiful, I, I don't know. I just wanted to use that opportunity to do something special for this city, but most of all, for my favorite musician of all time. Yeah. So some uh, very nice, kind words by uh, Justin when he, um, you know, talked about his uh, performance at the halftime show, his tribute to Prince. And uh, can I just, what do you think? Can I, I, well, I loved it. Period. Can I just have a moment yeah. with the pe- there are some there are people who want to call out Justin Timberlake for some commentary he made at a different time in his career regarding Prince. Yeah. And and somehow saying that this was all disrespectful. Yeah. Oh, so and I just why you got some feels. I do have feels because I feel like it's not fair to like he can respect Prince and have like publicly said things. I mean, th- it doesn't take away the fact that he's clearly been influenced by him professionally. Yeah. And this is how he chose to pay his respects. And frankly, I'm telling you what, let's like play the tape all the way through. Had he been here and not did anything, people would have been talking. Yeah. Had he, uh, had he not had the symbol somehow of Prince engaged in this and just did a cover people would have been talking. So let's just all like take a deep breath, step it back. I think most people and enjoy. I, I think most people, I, I feel like the preponderance of people, you know, at least here locally enjoyed it. I sure hope so. 
Um, I sure hope so. I've heard. I mean, it's been interesting. Like I thought the overwhelm the overall performance was mediocre. I mean, I don't like. I was like, oh, okay. I I think other performers have done better jobs at the. It was very sort of. Um, I don't want to say low energy, but it just it felt it didn't feel as. It felt like a Justin Timberlake concert. Well, it felt like, like condensed. Yeah, it didn't. I don't even I've never been to a concert, so I don't know what that's like. But I, I would imagine, you know, just playing a few bits. There were no surprises. There were there was nothing like crazy off the wall. And the Prince thing was, you know, he did like a little bit in honor of Prince. He sang like back up to Prince instead of like, you know, so like I get it. It all makes sense. But it just the whole thing just I don't know. Didn't turn your crank all the way around. It just was a little underwhelming. Mm, see, but, I was whelmed. Yeah. I no, you're not alone. Appropriately obviously. whelmed. Uh, when we come back, there will be more conversation about about Justin Timberlake, about uh, the Prince tribute itself, about Jimmy Fallon being in town. We're going to be talking about that throughout the show today. But when we come back, we're going to have Elizabeth Reese, who's going to give us all the dirt from Hollywood on My Talk 107.1. The winner. Elizabeth Reese is here, and she's brought all the dirt from Hollywood. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi, my little love bugs. What are we going to do now that the Super Bowl is over? We'll still talk about it today, okay? Yeah, maybe tomorrow. I did a little... Just FYI. Yeah, just tomorrow, and then it'll be... We'll cut it off at some point. Tapering off. Okay, but I wanted to bring you first the reviews of Justin Timberlake's performance at halftime. And what I did is I just Googled Justin Timberlake, and I'm going to read you the headlines that come up, okay? And I want to see if you agree with these reviews. Number one, Justin Timberlake's anti-spectacular Super Bowl from The Atlantic. From Vulture, Justin Timberlake's Super Bowl, Super Bowl performance wasn't memorable. Next up from the Daily Mail, Justin Timberlake eviscerated for singing Prince Tribute. Yeah. I would say two out of three of those I would agree with. Okay. Yeah, people are people are not we're not excited about what he did yesterday. It's very interesting because when I watched it at home and I'm just going to give you like I was alone, my husband was at the game, my children were sleeping, I was alone with some pizza. It was great. Oh, that God. actually sounds like a dream night. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like it's so peaceful. Yes. This is amazing. And I watched it and I thought it was so fun. I yeah. thought it was fantastic Me too. and I thought when the prince part came on when when they took that shot over US Bank that Stadium cool. and over downtown and you saw Prince's symbol I, lit up in purple I teared I up I full on cried right. which was like the warm up for this is us don't even get me started oh man but I was like I that was beautiful I thought it was really beautiful now fans are upset about how Prince was portrayed and how essentially Justin was performing with another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help for your financial to do's Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Prince. They didn't like it. Now, I and I've been a Prince fan for a very long time. I was born and raised in Minnesota. Prince was my very first concert that I ever went to. And I thought it was nice. I, I liked I it. thought it was beautiful. I thought it was beautiful. I loved that the idea that he I mean, was the sitting there. Thing though was a little weird. Like I just I, I again, just love I that think... Prince looked so big. Yeah, I thought I felt like it was a real. It was respectful and it was honoring of him to have that moment of just saying this is for you, mm. Minneapolis, and then have the full focus be on giant Prince. Yeah, because if he wouldn't have done something like that. Can you imagine the, I just don't how know, tongues would be wagging today? What did you want from Justin Timberlake when it comes to honoring Prince? What do you want? If he would have just sung a Prince song without kind of having Prince appear, would you have said, well, he just sang it and yeah. he should have given more credit to Prince? Yeah. It's not, but see, the, I don't think it's all or nothing. I think you can say that like he was tasked with the, the job of coming to Minneapolis and doing the Super Bowl. He agreed to do that. And so we all knew he was probably, I mean, it was not a shock or a surprise that he was going to do a tribute to Prince. Everybody's again, done it who's again, coming. Town. Again, it would just be weird and tone deaf if he had done nothing. But right. that doesn't mean you can't have thoughts about it or you can't have an opinion about it. You know, like, yeah, people would have complained no matter what. I just feel like he was in a no win situation. Now, I do understand that Prince has ta- had talked about not liking the concept of duetting with someone who had passed away. So mm-hmm. they didn't like that part of it. But mm-hmm. I felt like the focus was mainly on Prince. Yeah, absolutely. I just absolutely. think the o- overall the whole thing was just kind of meh. Really? I mean, it was good. Yeah. It wasn't bad, but it's just like you think of like the Super Bowl and you can do anything. Uh huh. And you know, he played a few of his hits. And I was texting with my husband though when he was there, and he was like, "This is so cool." Emily Engberg was there. She was like, "This is so cool." I will. Say, I do have to say this. I think that we had a different experience watching it on the screen in the sense that the sound was a little bit. Um, there were some sound issues. Yes. Um, and I and I think that the the sort of um, boisterous electricity that they maybe got in the stadium was not translated appropriately because of some of the sound issues. Okay. Because he was drowned out a little bit in the beginning. and But I have to say, like, that was... I was... The thing that was making my eyes pop out of my head was the way he used every single part of the stadium. Super cool. It was amazing. Going into the stands also, was cool. Yes. Let's talk about what he was wearing. Oh, I that know. was horrible. That Nobody was... I that. will... God, that what, I will point who, at you know, and, you know what? The, yeah. who that was. That was Stella McCartney. Oh, yeah. Well, she can't be trusted. Like, yeah. What the, Somebody check the, her head. Just was, because people have labels on things. It's like you village guys. people meets Cabela's. Yeah. It was so I bad. so bad. I know. Yeah. I mean, I've but seen products that look say, like orthopedics. The whole, the whole man of the woods thing is just, I mean, it's, it's, it's crap. It's not getting rave reviews. Yeah. Yeah. You, no, you're right. And I mean, even when Justin Timberlake wore his like oversized flannel at the press conference, people just were like, what are you doing here? Yeah. I, I mean, I get it. Fine. Okay. Pink uh, was sick performing the national anthem. Oh, and boy, amazing. when a troll called her out on the old interweb on the Twitter As machine, she lost her mind and just like eviscerated this guy. Um, I love it. <laughs> It was pretty good. So here's this guy uh, tweeted, if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. 
Pink sucks, and if you like her singing, you're dumb. Hashtag Super Bowl. <laughs> like I mean, come on. Yeah. Pink tweeted back, yeah, but at least I suck while singing our country's national anthem, and you just suck by yourself on a dirty couch. His Twitter handle is Dirty Couch. That's nice. Hilarious. And that's what she had to say. Um, he has since made his Twitter profile private. You know, sometimes I think that's good. You've got people do need to be held responsible for what they say on Twitter. I mean, you can't just go around. People do see what you're saying. Right. It is a public forum, right? Right. And that's why I always think it's funny when it's like if people repost other tweets or, you know, mean Facebook messages and then get criticism for posting the person's name. I'm like, they are the ones who put it out there. Yeah. If you didn't want your name attached to yeah. it, don't then have don't a Twitter. Say it. Just don't will, say it. I will say, I think everybody should be tied to their social media presence, like their image and their name, mm-hmm. because it would really prevent a lot of people, I think, from being you as have to have some accountability. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree. Bradley Cooper also very emotional at the Super Bowl. Just cried his little eyes out. He was I so know, happy that, that his Eagles kind of won. Amazing. I know he's the cutest. Oh, oh, thank you, Elizabeth. Thanks, Elizabeth. Too much to you know. talk about. I know. Well, you See, we'll have to. Some more tomorrow. (laughs) Give us a call 651 641 1071 to play the 30 second pop culture challenge. My top. We've got 30 seconds. We're going to give you five questions. You could win a prize, but only if you get them all correct and only at 1230 every day on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. We call it the 30 second pop culture. Hold please. Challenge. There we go. 30 seconds. playing today Colleen and who are they playing for what we've got Julie on the line and today Julie is playing for a four pack of ticket vouchers to see the Wiz at the Children's Theater Company during its run of production from January 23rd to March 18th all right before you take before you take a Wiz Julie we're going to go right to the (laughs) questions the timer the timer will begin right after I ask the first question here we go okay what 70s show features the characters Greg, Peter, Bobby, Marsha, Jan, and Cindy? All the right about. What is the name of Justin Timberlake's former boy band? Insync. What's the name of the Will Smith sitcom about a kid born and raised in West Philadelphia? Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Model Christy Brinkley used to be married to this singer-songwriter. Billy Joel. And Mandy Moore voiced a character in this Disney animated movie. Oh my God, this is going to get me. Um, uh, Little Mermaid. Nope. Uh, Keep guessing. Oh! Julie, you were so close. Julie. I'm so sorry, Julie. Okay, not... so what was it? It was Tangled. I don't even oh, know that Lord. Movie, Julie. Sorry. Sorry. Okay, thanks, kid. You're welcome. Bye, Julie. Uh, that's the one about Rapunzel. No whiz for you. No whiz for you? Oh, I got it. The whiz. Yeah, because she was going to the whiz. <laughs> All right. Well, in any case, we do that every day on the Colleen and Bradley show only at 1230. It's called the 30 second pop culture challenge. And you can play again tomorrow. Now, Mm. we like to do a little uh, mystery solving every single day on the Colleen and Bradley show. Mm. Uh, And we do it in the form of blind items. Bradley, you have supplied the blind items today. Do it. Uh, I would love to. Uh, It's a little segment we call blinded by the item. 
Blinded by the item. Thank you. That helps. Thank you. That helps. Yeah. Okay. Here's what we do. Normally, there's a cute little intro. It's all good. I just good. can't find it. It's a long story. Here, Holly, come home. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm gonna give you. Are you are looking for two things with this okay. blind item? I've got this blind item. By the way, is not confirmed. Okay. This means your best guess will do. Two things we're looking for in this blind item: a long dead permanent A plus lister. Okay. And a country. Okay. All right. I I feel like the country is going to be the more fun part to get. Okay. Okay. This long dead permanent A-plus lister who was in one, if not the greatest band of all time, used to travel to a country just to have sex with tween and teen girls. He said it brought him to a, it brought him to a new state of mind. Apparently, there are several children of uh, his that he's never met from these rapes that are still living in that country and are about to sue his estate. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, when you said long dead, permanent A-plus lister Mm -hmm. from the greatest band of all time, I immediately go to John Lennon. Okay, so you're close. Okay. And and again, I'm just going to base what I'm telling you right. on uh, the preponderance of thoughts on the website crazydaysandnights.net where all these blind items come for. Okay. Okay. So not John Lennon. A lot of people said, here's why it can't be John Lennon, blah, blah, blah. Okay. But you're close. Okay. Uh, now I forgot. Long dead. Is he, is it somebody from the Beatles? Long dead. George Harrison? Yes. Wow. And the country? I am going to say... Think about George Harrison. Um, Where he went a lot. I don't really know. I don't guess I don't really know enough all, about like, him. like spiritual and stuff. Uh, like, did he go to, like, Singapore? To sing? <laughs> I just that's figured cute, but that's what he did. Close on, well, not really close, but not too far away. Okay, well, just tell me where. India. Oh, oh, I would have not guessed that. Okay. But interesting. So the preponderance of people in those comments believe that it was George Harrison wow. in India. Should we go back and do it again? Yes, please. So George Harrison, again, this is an unconfirmed blind item. George Harrison, who was in one, if not the greatest band of all time, used to travel to India just to have sex with tween and teen girls. He said it brought him to a new state of mind. Oh. Apparently, there are several children of his he never met from those rapes that are still living in that country and are about to sue his estate. That is... Shocking. Shocking? Yeah, and very depressing. And very depressing. And if... And you know what? I'll just step aside for one moment and say, if it isn't George Harrison, it doesn't really matter. It's disturbing regardless. Oh, yeah. Because it would be somebody, right? You know what I mean? Like, but again, this, these are blind items written by an entertainment lawyer who has his finger on the pulse. And, uh, he's usually pretty spot on when it comes to these things. All right. All right. Should we do another one? Let's do, oh wait, here, I found it. Ready? Do it. Ready? In this blind item provided by crazydaysandnights.net, we're looking for two things. Uh, an A-list, mostly movie, A-plus list, mostly movie actress. Okay. And a guy. And a guy. Okay. okay. It'll it'll uh, make sense maybe if okay. we read the whole thing. Got it. 
with all apologies to every celebrity sex tape out there, the fact there exists somewhere, this particular recording would probably be the most watched ever. It would be the one that you would have to watch in 30 second increments, though, as to not vomit every time you see the guy in it. It involves this back-in-the-day A-plus list, mostly movie actress, who is an Academy Award winner, who is still A-list, even though she really only plays one role these days. The recording was made two decades ago when she was up for a certain role. Now, I gave you a lot there. Yeah, there's a lot happening. Let me break this down for you again. We're looking for the key here is an A-plus list, Mostly movie actress who is an Academy Award winner Mm -hmm. and who is still a list, even though and here's a critical hint. She only plays one role these days. Okay, I mean, my first inclination was Meryl Streep. It's not Meryl Streep. Um, She only plays one role these days. Then I thought of like Jane Fonda. Uh, she's she's younger. Not an, okay. And again, this is unconfirmed, but the preponderance of comments lead us okay. to believe that it is someone in particular. Uh, this is somebody you are very familiar with. Again, back in the day, A plus list, currently A list, but she only plays one role, and uh-huh. we talk about her regularly. Okay. Gwyneth Paltrow? Really? So, who's oh, the guy? Is it Harvey Weinstein? Ish. All right, let's go back and read it, shall we? I guess. With all apologies to every celebrity sex tape out there, the fact there exists somewhere, this particular recording, would probably be the most watched ever. It would be the one that you'd have to watch in 30-second increments as to not vomit every time you see the guy, or excuse me, as you see Harvey Weinstein in it. It involves this back-in-the-day, or it involves Gwyneth Paltrow, who is an Academy Award winner and who is still A-list, even though she really only plays one role. What's that role? Goop. Nope. Pepper Potts. Oh. In, um, uh, what's it, uh, what's the, what's that movie with the thing and the thing? Iron Man? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, No, it's, uh... Yeah, Iron, Iron Man, Man, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm a horrible superhero person. But it's, yeah, it's that's the only role she plays. The recording was made two decades ago when she was up for a certain role. Presumably that Shakespeare role. Shakespeare in Love. Shakespeare in Love, which is what led to her Academy Award. That is, again, the preponderance of uh, commentator's belief, commenter's Ugh. belief on this particular blind item. Gross. Do you want a confirmed one really quickly? Yes! All right. Okay, this confirmed blind item, which means uh, Enti Lawyer from CrazyDaysAndNights.net, has confirmed this previously blind item. You're looking for a foreign-born former A-list singer. Okay. And a show. Okay. Here we go. I can't wait until six months from now when this foreign-born former A-list singer from a group turned full-time reality judge sues her agent. Our singer and judge has zero leverage in her negotiations for a huge pay raise on a show. The agent has convinced her she's in high demand. She is not. No one wants her for anything. She can and will be replaced by a million different people. She is living in a fantasy world which will involve bankruptcy very soon unless she comes to her senses. That's Mel B for sure. Right? Yes. And the reality show is America's Got Talent. And she's 
probably on her way out. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's Mel B, America's Got Talent. Let's go back and read the whole thing. I can't wait until six months from now when Mel B uh, sues her agent. Our uh, Mel B has zero leverage in her negotiations for a huge pay raise on America's Got Talent. The agent has convinced her she's in high demand. She is not. No one wants her. How do we know this, Colleen? Because she's been posting about the Spice Girls reunion. And you just read something about that I was from say, TMZ. This just uh, came out in our... Um, Dirt Alert update. Dirt Alert update. That uh, they're fed up with Mel B mm-hmm. on America's Got Talent and want to replace her with Queen Latifah. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, the only thing pre- presumed. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Probably that could prevent her from bankruptcy at this point is a Spice Girls reunion. Mm-hmm. Ding, ding, Very interesting. Ding. Well, that was good. That was good. Well, th- it was, speaking of things that have been confirmed, we now have yet another confirmation, Bradley. What's that? Kylie Jenner was, in fact, pregnant. We'll tell you how oh. we know. Mm. <laughs> if you don't already know, after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107, it's been confirmed. Kylie Jenner is pregnant. Well, not only not, is she pregnant, she had her baby. So she's not anymore. Yes. But she was pregnant. That's what we're talking about on the Colleen and Bradley show. On My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And yeah, Kylie Jenner had that baby that we didn't know about or we weren't supposed to know about, but we all knew about, but we weren't talking about with or she wasn't talking about, yeah. but we were oh, talking about yeah. it. She had that baby and she announced it yesterday, which was interesting because the baby actually had been born three days prior, which also you'll remember on that day, people were all a Twitter about the fact that she had uh, was in the like cited out in the public because she was going to the hospital. So weird. I know. Like, why do we care? I mean, we do. Do you know? I know that's the dumbest thing to say when all we do is care about that kind of stuff, but on this particular story, why do we care? Again? Can I tell you something that I think will be of interest to you? I'd prefer it. On our okay, all right. Let me do my best. On our website, mytalk1071.com, it appears as though all of our Kylie Jenner and Kardashian coverage is outperforming any of our Super Bowl coverage. Wow. Uh, I got a, wow. that from a little uh, birdie. A little insider, which is interesting, right? Because people are always saying, why do we have talk about the Kardashians? Well, I, th- that's what we've said for years. Yes. Like um, the people, uh, the reason that we talk about the Kardashians is because, oh my God, everybody wants to know what's going on with the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. So I don't buy the fact that people get vocifer, uh, vocifer, People get really mm-hmm. angry about the Kardashians tells me that they really actually do care about the Kardashians and wish they didn't care. Yeah. 
Yes. And it's their own internal struggle that's leaking out of the side of their mouth. Yes. And they're like undercover clicking on things. Although I will say, I honestly, in a given week, do not actually uh, pay that much attention. Unless unless and until there are stories that I find particularly interesting, like one that I'll probably share with you uh, at some point later in the show about Kim, uh, Chris Jenner falling into Chrissy Teigen's um, coffee table during the Super Bowl. That happened. Oh yeah, it's hilarious. Is it? Can I watch it on the Twitter box? Uh, no, okay. there's not video of it. Oh darn it! Yeah, I wish. You know, right? Um. Anyway, so she did have the baby, and um, there's really no like shocking conspiracy theory. So you can put all your she was really the surrogate for Kim and Kanye uh, theories to rest. Yeah, I will say now um, because we don't have a name yet. Now the the internet is alight with looking for clues as to the name of the baby. Yeah. The latest people are uh, thinking that Chris Jenner has accidentally revealed the name of the baby. Okay. The only one I heard so far was butterfly. Oh, that's interesting. That's, what did you hear? What's what's how about this? Uh, so cute. One of my favorite, this, uh, she, uh, she tweeted this, I think. So cute. One of my favorite favorite Kylie Cosmetics shades, Posey K, is launching as a limited edition trio set to celebrate the second anniversary. Um, and so people are wondering if, oh, if Posey. the Posey is the name, which would be a cute name. Posey Kardashian. I mean, that's a cute name. Well, if, Posey. I mean, it'd be cute, but not cute because it would be like she's posing. That's totally where she would have gotten yeah. that name. <laughs> Um, I did want to say, though, I think we need to ask the question. Okay, so Kylie Jenner, turns out, wasn't like the creepy secret surrogate. Um, She wasn't waiting to do some sort of like reality show, blah, blah, blah. Although I honestly believe that 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 story has yet to be told in Mm -hmm. the sense that this could just be uh, a plot line that was filmed for her reality series. And until and unless I hear that that's the case, it is possible that she really actually has a shred of human decency and thought um, all my sisters are going nuts, sort of like making their lives uh, viewable to anybody who will pay. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. You know, so right. like th- there, it is possible sh- there's a shred of humanity in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, I, I I guess I'm so, I'm not so cynical to believe that it's possible, but what do you think? Well, you know, I, I, you know, obviously you're referring to the way that she shared the information. She basically said, I don't want, I didn't want to share this with you um, because this is a personal thing and I, I wanted to kind of keep it private. Let me just read a little yeah. bit of that for people. So she said, I'm sorry for keeping you in the dark through all these assumptions. I understand you're used to me bringing uh, you along on all my journeys. My pregnancy was one I chose not to do in front of the world. I knew for myself I needed to prepare for this role of a lifetime in the most positive, stress-free, and healthy way I knew how. There was no gotcha moment, no paid reveal I had planned. I knew my baby would feel every stress and every emotion, so I chose to do it this way for my little life and our happiness. Pregnancy has been the most beautiful, empowering, and life-changing experience I've had in my entire life, and I'm actually going to miss it. I appreciate my friends and especially my family for helping me make this special moment as private as we could. Uh, my beautiful and healthy baby girl arrived February 1st, blah, blah, blah. Thank you for understanding. Yeah, I mean, I, I, here's where I feel like it's totally authentic. When she says, I knew 
that the baby I'm carrying would feel my every stress. And I wanted to do this in a healthy way. I tend to believe her on that, right? Because that's not something... It has the ring of truth. It has the ring of truth, whether you believe her or not, because the thing that I'm waiting now for is like, but don't miss it. The entire story on the next uh, season of Keeping Up with Kylie or whatever it's called. Kylie's World. Kylie's World. I don't know what it's called. I can't remember. But, you know, so I would not put it past these people because remember, these are the same people, this family. Uh, Kim Kardashian just said, you know, like. We are not going to publish or nor sell photos of our child because that is a shameful, horrible it's against our moral code experience. No, honey, you don't have a so, moral code. Okay, that sounds great, but I don't believe you. Listen, if if Kylie's actions tell us otherwise, then we will have something to argue with. But for now, I'll take her at her word. How about that? Yeah. Um, can we take take a real quick turn and just um and just say our hearts go out to the family of one of our my talkers. Her name yes. is Trina Ogden, and Trina she, Joy Ogden. She is a longtime listener, and yes. she passed away suddenly. Yeah, uh, I believe last week at the young age of forty eight. And mm-hmm. so, just uh, from us to uh, the family and friends of Trina and uh, our deepest condolences and thank.